At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Reeves attacks Timmy, and there's Drew Timmy with the block. Does some mugging after the block on Reeves. Sweet 16 again for Gonzaga. And now four wins from the most special season since the spirit of 76. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Yeah, Oklahoma betters were a little upset about that when Gonzaga ends up covering in the end. Domination from Drew Timmy, 30 points and 13 boards as the Zags move on to the Sweet 16. No surprise there. Joe Ostrowski and Preston Johnson. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network, live on the Radio.com app, uh, the Radio.com Sports YouTube page, and also live uh, starting this week on 105.9 FM, HD2 The Bet, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, 1430 in Denver, KCBS HD3 in Los Angeles as well. And Preston, we have the – the uh, we have the odds here. They are set uh, for the Sweet 16 round coming up on Saturday and Sunday, so four full days off. They're all staying in Indi- Indianapolis, right, the Indianapolis area? I believe so. I think that's yeah. the plan going forward, yeah. Yeah. I, I just wonder. I, I know – I guess they put in some extra time if there are already COVID issues yeah. to pass tests, but – if they're all there and not really doing anything, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know. I get, I guess it, it really only came into play uh, in a major way with that Oregon VCU uh, first round matchup that did not happen, but uh, let's go to Saturday in chronological order, Loyola and Oregon state. God, I just look at this bracket. I'm like, really Sis, sister Jane, we're going to, it's going to happen again. Loyola <laughs> could go to the final four Loyola favored by six. Six and a half over Oregon State, a total of 125 and a half. Is it was this one of the matchups where you think there's any sort of value? I sense some sister Jean resentment in that in that not poem. here. <laughs> not, Are you sure? <laughs> no, the only resentment I have is people that that just are so sick of her and they're mad at her now. I'm like, really? That that's oh, okay. the biggest issue going on right now that you can't deal with another sister Jean story. I know the the just the shock that it's setting up once again, and it's probably only a matter of time, maybe before Porter Porter Mosher leaves. So the 
the spread is six and a half now. I believe it opened seven most spots, or at least the first few spots that offered it. I'll I'll say this. This is an interesting um, analysis on adjusting a team's numbers as you go and how to weight like recency and stuff. And so, for mm-hmm. example, if if I were to line this game before the Pac-12 tournament, before Oregon State somehow won that and then ended up winning a couple games in this tournament, the spread would be more like eight and a half. If I were to line it after the Pac-12 tournament where I had adjusted Oregon State some after their couple of results, you know, I think seven and a half was fair. Okay. Uh, do they deserve credit now for winning two games as a 12 seed? Yeah, like you adjust some numbers. Uh, I, I still am not quite to six and a half. But, you know, the Beavers deserve some respect. There's not quite enough value for me to bet Loyola Chicago yet. But I would consider it if it went to six flat. I think that's the side, ultimately, uh, as much as I want to believe in the Pac-12 and Oregon State, just in general and and all that. This is one where uh, I, I should preface saying a lot of those other Pac-12 matchups are the ones that I, I discussed or the UCLA three times I just – I liked UCLA line. I thought the number was bad, right? And this is one where I actually think the number is slightly going too far the other way. So I would look Loyola Chicago at six, uh, at six and a half. It's probably a pass though. Um, and I thought seven was a little closer to fair, but I'm still like 7.2 on average. So um, yeah, it's a pass for me, but I understand why we're shading towards the Beaver side. They've been playing yep. fantastically. Yeah, we're shading towards that side, but Loyola also took down a one seed and arguably the second best team in the nation yeah. going into that game over the weekend. Uh, do you think that we're going to see more adjustments this year because we saw fewer regular season games and uh, maybe an over adjustment for bubble basketball? I think because you've seen fewer regular season games, the results of one game are actually going to matter a little more. Mm-hmm. So. Or, or like a run of four to six games is going to be more significant. Uh, it was part of the reason I liked Oklahoma State entering the tournament as a potential team that could make a deep run is because they had played extremely well for that like kind of two-week uh, range heading up to the big dance. So um, I'm not sure ultimately if you know game 25 versus game 26 is going to matter a ton though in the end. So it's not like a, a big deal. But it's just something to track and, and to follow because – uh, you know, you have teams every year that people are like, oh, well, they're playing hot right now. And so that's like true. But I mean, it does happen every single year because there's going to be sometimes teams that win a couple games in a row. It's just going to happen. There's also teams that were playing hot before the big Georgetown. dance that lost right away. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. And it wasn't even close. Right. So, yeah, right. that's a that's a great example of the other side. Uh, one seed Baylor going against the five Nova. The line on points bet is six and a half. The Bears are favored. Total of one thirty nine. Ken Palm has this one at four. I'm looking at my number. He only has it at four. I mean, now that's that's got to be because of Colin Gillespie. Sorry. Yeah. So if Gillespie was playing, he Ken Palm would say it's four. Uh, I think without Gillespie, though, it should be um, close to seven. Is where my number is right now. So I'm guessing you said it was at six and a half right now in the market. Correct. Six and a half. It's mostly six and a half. It looks like there's a couple shops that are juiced towards maybe potentially going to seven. Uh, I will say this this is the biggest move on a total. Uh, I'm not sure if it ended up being Circa that was the opener. I think they've been first to the market for a lot of these tournament games, but it opened 133 and a half, and now we're up to, you know, 139 or higher some places. And uh, I'm getting to the point, though, where I would consider 
under in the one forties. So, and there's one shop offering a one forty and a half. So, uh, that's that's the direction I look in this game now. is, is a pretty big move to the over where. Um, and now I think two uh, the two games Villanova's played, like the North Texas one, which is supposed to be slow and low scoring, it, it, it cruised over. That's probably playing a role. Uh, but I, I prefer under if you can get in the one forties in the Nova Baylor game to the side. Is their fav- their value on the favorite in the third game of the day on Saturday? Arkansas favored by 11 against Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, 128th in Ken Palm. We've got Arkansas 15th. Uh, again, Arkansas favored by 11. Ken Palm has it at 14. I- I'm already seeing a bunch of the-, the different models that post stuff out there saying that there is value in the favorite. There, of course, there is. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is the market just shading towards Oral Roberts after the two upsets, but um, I'll, I'll say this: that one of my losses the first round was the over in the Ohio State Oral Roberts game, and I talked about how Oral Roberts can they shoot thirty nine percent from three. It's top ten in the country. They'll be able to score with teams. The problem is, I they graded out as the worst defense in the tournament for me, and yeah. so figured Ohio State would just be able to score at will, which they couldn't really, especially down the stretch. And then Florida down the stretch, same thing, final 330 or something, Florida just couldn't score. It was the strangest thing. So if, if, if magic could happen again, it's always possible. But all of the models, numbers, people you talk with, uh, nobody that I have at least spoken with to this point has 11 as a fair price. Uh, at least there's a, there's some 11 and a halves now. It's a mix. But I, I'm more like 13 and a half, and I've adjusted for the Oral Roberts results, which you know bumped them up some. So – I think this is of any side uh, is the biggest discrepancy I have right now in the Sweet 16 it is laying it with Arkansas, which is scary because people remember what they just saw. Uh, Max Azemus is just, you know, he's the country's leading mm-hmm. scorer. He just dropped 26 against Florida. He does a lot. Uh, but Arkansas, I, they should score whenever they want the entirety of the game. I just eventually I don't think Oral Roberts can keep pace. So uh, I, I like it at 11 especially. Kempom has uh, adjusted de- defense for <laughs> or Roberts 239 in the country. But, hey, that was the case going into the Ohio State game. If you're still alive in a survivor pool, everybody's going to be on Arkansas. It, if you're in a survivor no. pool, just based on game theory, would you try to go somewhere else? Yeah. The problem is that after even if Arkansas were to beat Oral Roberts, they're playing Baylor. So you probably don't need – there's no point. You're not saving Arkansas for something else, right? But I guess the, the, the game yeah. three part would be hoping Oral Roberts pulls off the, the upset yep. yeah. and that like a bunch of people lose out. The problem is just they're just not pulling off the upset very frequently. Uh, but if, if you did, you know, you could go to the Baylor Nova game or, or, or you could just go with Gonzaga now since maybe Gonzaga, you know, Oregon or USC poses a bigger threat to Gonzaga. And you could just use Gonzaga now and hope everyone chooses Arkansas. So, um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it's fine. Either one's probably a fine play. Both should should move on. All right, maybe uh, value on the favorite again because uh, Cuse is a six-point dog to Houston. What do you think? I should say real quick, yeah. Florida moved from seven and a half to nine. Now, it, it, they lost the game. It happens, but the market is usually telling. It's something you should be focusing on and, and watching. The fact that Florida was a seven-and-a-half-point favorite closed closer to a nine-point favorite against Oral Roberts, that's that's usually something that's worth uh, you know noting. So something I just wanted okay. to say there. The Houston game – Another weird one. I just so Syracuse. I, I get it. Then this is the whole you know Beheim two three zone, but they've just shot lights out. Buddy Beheim. Uh, the other guy is a Gerard. I think is how you say his name. He he was. They just didn't miss any threes for the majority of that game. And 
West Virginia finally, I think, cut it to one once, or maybe they took a one-point lead, and then again, boom, 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 three straight threes for Q's, and it's an eight-point game again. It was just, you know, West Virginia could never get over it. Uh, they did figure out the zone in the second half. They didn't even play Culver, and they were able to score it uh, a lot more uh, regularly. But the first half was just ugly. And can Q's do it again to a Houston team? I guess possible. I'll say this. It was plus seven, six and a half at open. It's down six flat now everywhere. The money is going that direction. Oh, I forgot to look at in my number. I'll, I'll pull that up in just a second. I'm generally in a lot of, you know, Ken Palm probably is. I wasn't as high as some of those guys are like top five, Houston, a top five team, but they're in my top 10. They were, I think, eighth or ninth. And, you know, I would line this game. I'm pulling up my Syracuse. So let's see. I, I think I think seven where it was initially is closer. I'm 6.9. So uh, for me, it's nothing that's worth betting yet on the Houston side. But I uh, got to give Syracuse credit just – Bayheim, they, they just figure it out. They do this as a double-edged seed for whatever reason. They just always make these sweet 16 runs because no one can shoot against them. At least those first halves, they just takes time to figure out the zone. Uh, Buddy Bayheim, 6 for 13 against West Virginia, 7 for 10 against San Diego State. Uh, if you go back to the, uh, was it the conference tournament in the ACC against Virginia, 5 for 8 against NC State, 6 for 12 I, I don't know that I don't think that's going to continue, but man, yeah, he those are his three point shooting numbers. Yeah, three. Those yeah, are just, yeah, just on threes. threes. Yeah, yeah, nuts. yeah. It's been ridiculous. Uh, how about on Sunday, the first game, Gonzaga against Creighton? The line at points bet is thirteen and a half. Is that too high? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Not, not, I, I mean, no. I, we, was it, yeah. uh, did we talk about the Norfolk State game? Or, or we were doing a look ahead? I did a few different shows. It might not have been this one. But last right. week, we were kind of looking ahead and, like, you know, if it's in the 30-something range, do you automatically just take the points? And, you know, Gonzaga wins by 43 and then sure enough against Oklahoma, you saw action on Gonzaga, minus 14, minus 14 and a half, get up to 16, about 20 minutes before tip. You could get o- Oklahoma plus 16 for about four <laughs> or five minutes. And it went back. Finally, there was some buyback to 15 and a half. But uh, I, I, my whole thing before the tournament, more than anything, was Gonzaga. I think people are going to realize and see just how good they are. And people mm-hmm. don't watch the West Coast Conference the last few months. No one's really cared, at least the majority of you know the public that are getting into the tournament now. And they're just ba- they're just that much better than everybody else, in my opinion. And so uh, this number is fair. I'm not a huge Creighton fan. But, you know, they stomped yesterday, but uh, it's nothing that I would all of a sudden kind of like, oh, look at Creighton. They have a chance. They don't really have much of a chance. So um, something around 13s, where my number is 13 and a half in the market, it's close enough. 
I want to make sure we hit the last game on Sunday. Uh, USC, a one-point favorite against Oregon. Uh, Ken Palm has this one at four. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Well, Oregon's this team, and it was kind of part of the reason I liked them against Iowa some, is you 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 can't kind of confidently use their numbers pre-February. You can to some degree. But, look, they didn't have Will Richardson playing a single game until February 4th. And he's a 40% three-point shooter that just adds another dynamic layer to their offense alongside Chris Duarte, who's going to be a future first-round NBA pick, their go-to guy all year. He was had a foot injury until about a month ago that he was dealing with that was nagging, and he wasn't 100% until about mid-February. Then you see Oregon peak, right? They start playing really, really well. They drop that game to Oregon State in that Pac-12 tournament, which actually doesn't look as bad now because Oregon State just keeps crushing everybody. And sure enough, now Oregon beats Iowa. Like I just think their ceiling is so much higher – than you would think because really they weren't the same team prior to February 4th. And so they have a ton of upside. I think it shouldn't be four, although maybe some culmination of all the data of the season, you would have USC a bigger favorite. Uh, I have this almost a dead pick on my USC is like 51% versus 49%. So uh, it's a pass for me at minus one. Earlier in the week, we don't see any value in dogs. We'll go over the NBA card for tonight next. Beck QL Audio Network.